This is Twit. This episode of i5 for the iPhone is brought to you by Braintree. Even the best mobile app won't work without the right payments API. That's where the Braintree V.0 SDK comes in. One amazingly simple integration gives you every way to pay. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash i5. Welcome to i5 for the iPhone, episode 170. i5 covers the latest iPhone apps, tips, and tricks, and of course, a little bit of news. I am Megan Maroney. Let's get started. Number one is Moment. Moment is not a new app. Still, I think it's worth mentioning again, especially as we head into the super busy holiday season where only the productive survive. Those reindeer are not going to blow up themselves. And by that, I mean blowing up those inflatable reindeers for your yard. What were you thinking? Moment is an app that keeps track of the time you spend or waste on your iPhone. And just using it for a few days has made me realize that I need to look up every once in a while. Three hours on a Sunday with my family? That is embarrassing to admit. Moment is not designed to nag you or control your actions. It runs passively in the background and records how often you pick up your phone and how much time you spend with it. It also tracks your location so you can see where you are when you are most likely to grab for your phone. If you scroll through the day, you can see the specific amounts of time and the icons are green if it's a reasonable amount of time, yellow if it's a little longer, and red if it's just way too long to be spending on your iPhone. Here's where I found a bit of a glitch. At 6.27 p.m. on Wednesday, the Moment app said I was on my phone for 133 minutes. I was alarmed until I remembered that I was actually in a 90-minute Bikram yoga class that started at 6.30. I was using the workout app on my Apple Watch to track my calories and heart rate, and I assume that was communicating with my phone, so that's where that glitch came in. There's also a Moment Apple Watch app, but that's separate. Moment is designed to track you for your benefit, but if you're not a fan of location tracking or apps running passively in the background, this might not be for you. I haven't had trouble with the app running down my battery, but I also have a new 6S Plus with ridiculous battery life. If you know me at all, you know I love all my iDevices, and if anyone can justify using an iPhone for work... It's me. But I also have family and I have friends and I understand the importance of quiet, screen-free reflection and using Moment has helped me realize how much of that I'm missing with this. Moment is free for $4.99. You can set daily limits on your phone use, force yourself to put down your iPhone after you reach your limit and other features. Moment Family lets you track all your family's devices for $45 a year. Number two is the iHome Smart Plug. Is it too early for New Year's resolutions? I didn't think so. My New Year's resolution is to make my house smarter and more energy efficient using my iPhone. I like the idea of the Internet of Things, but so far the only connected home devices I have are the Amazon Echo and the Apple TV, and I mainly use both of those for finding and consuming content. I recently spoke to Fortune.com's Internet of Things expert Stacey Higginbotham about all the ways she uses her Amazon Echo and other smart home devices to automate her home. I was inspired, but I also wanted to start small, and there's almost no way to start any smaller than the iHome Smart Plug. The iHome Smart Plug is under $40 at Amazon, and it basically lets you do one thing, control what you have plugged into one outlet. The Smart Plug includes Siri integration, so not only can you control the plug with an app on your phone, you can also control it with Siri, and with a third-generation Apple TV or higher, you can control the plug while you're away from your house. I plugged my bedside reading lamp into the iHome and I named it Reading Light. Now I can make sure the light is off no matter where I am. Like magic. Turn off my reading light. 
Okay. I know, I know, it is not that fancy, but it's a start. You could use this for any plug in the house where you often forget to turn off the device. Or a parent might want to use it for a white noise machine in a child's room if you don't want to go back in and risk waking them up. I've also heard of other people using it to turn on slow cookers while they're still at work. The possibilities are endless. Well, maybe not endless, but there are a lot of possibilities. This is my first experience with home automation, but by this time next year, I will have my entire house automated. Because whoever heard of someone not keeping her New Year's resolution? Number three is ProCam. A few weeks ago, I answered a question about how to manually adjust camera settings on your iPhone. I offered a tip about tapping and swiping to focus, but I also recommended an app called Camera Plus. Thank you to Mike from White Bear Lake, Minnesota, for recommending another camera app that offers manual controls. It's called ProCam. ProCam 3 costs $3.99 and offers DSLR-like camera functionality and full-featured photo and video editing capabilities. You can adjust the camera exposure, aperture, ISO speed, and more. You can geotag your photos, timestamp them, date stamp them, or add your own copyright. And you can export into TIFF format, which is the highest possible photo quality and totally uncompressed. So that file size is huge, and it takes some time to save the photos. Make sure it's really worth it to you if you use that. I found the controls on ProCam to be a little bit confusing, but admittedly, it's been a while since I used a DSLR. I used the on-screen tips for a while to help learn my way around. If you have a 6S phone, you can use Peek and Pop to see the photos you've taken which you can also do in the camera app on the 6S phones. This episode is brought to you by Braintree. Developers around the world have embraced the Braintree V.0 SDK as the easiest way to add secure mobile payments to their apps and their websites. No matter what payment type, Braintree accepts it. Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if something new pops up, Braintree will support that too. It's the same payment solution used by Uber, Airbnb, and GitHub, so you know it scales. Simple, secure payments, code you can integrate in minutes. And don't worry about taking days to integrate your payments. With Braintree, it is done very, very quickly. If you don't have time... Give them a call and they'll even handle the integration for you and walk you through it. The Braintree code supports Android, iOS, and JavaScript clients. They have SDKs in seven languages, elegant code with clear documentation, only 10 lines of in-app code. Braintree gives you an easy way to accept multiple payment types with one integration. Integrating it into your app is easy as inserting just a few lines of code. Try out the sandbox and see for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash i5. Number four is Pocket Booth. Last week, I introduced a segment called Staff Picks, and today I have another one. This app suggestion is from Bruce, Twit's one and only manager of the engineering team. Now, Bruce is an Android guy, but other than that, he is a perfectly nice person, and he's a grandfather. He recommended an app called Party Photo Booth. Bruce says birthday parties for the kitties are way better than they were back in the olden days. And credit goes to technology. With this app, your phone becomes one of those photo booths like they have on the boardwalk, and you get those little strips of pictures. You mount your smartphone on a tripod, and that's about it. Show the kids where to push the button, and then you go hang around the punch bowl. Throw in some props, maybe set up a backdrop, and the kids will entertain themselves. You can set it up to have the strips sent to Facebook or Dropbox, which is what I did. Then I printed them out and cut them up into strips with a paper cutter. Easy peasy. 
Thank you, Bruce. Party photo booth sounds great if you got an old Android phone laying around. If you don't, try an equivalent app for iOS called Pocket Booth. The app costs 99 cents, and party guests will only have to press the big green button and wait to have their photo taken with the selfie camera or the front camera. If your party guests like what they see, they can tap the share icon. If your camera is hooked up to a wireless printer, tell your guests to choose AirPrint. If not, they can save it to the camera roll. You can also tap print and ship if you want to wait seven days and pay $2.99 per strip. Or share the photos to Facebook, Twitter, or via email. In the pocket booth settings, you can adjust the strip size to three or four poses. You can create free photo effects including 1975 antique black and white color or sepia. You can also buy additional photo effects for $0.99 cents for three. If you're as serious as Bruce is about being the coolest grandfather at the party, then you might want to spring for the $4.99 party pack. Party mode includes automatic printing and remote shutter for the full photo booth effect. Number five is the StoryCorps app. If you are listening to this on the day it is released, then it is the day before Thanksgiving here in the United States, and many of us will be spending the day with relatives and friends, which is a great time to get really annoyed with each other or to learn and love each other's eccentricities. Let's choose the second one. Easier said than done, right? Well, one way to try to do this is to listen. Back in March, I got an email from listener Steve who told me about the new StoryCorps app. First, let's talk about StoryCorps in case you don't already know what that is. StoryCorps is an independent nonprofit that began in 2003 as a way to record people's stories to show that everyone has one and everyone's is important. All of the stories are preserved in the American Folk Life Center at the Library of Congress. The first recording booths for interviews was set up in Grand Central Station, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to any of the recordings, I cannot begin to recommend them enough. If you haven't, go listen now. I will wait. Great. They're great, right? As I said earlier, back in March, StoryCorps came out with a new app that lets anyone with an iPhone or an Android phone record their interview wherever they are. And this Thanksgiving, they're trying to get as many people as possible to participate in the Great Thanksgiving Listen that encourages young people to interview their elders. All you have to do is pick a grandparent or a neighbor or a family or a friend, anyone over the age of 65 who you'd like to interview. Download the StoryCorps app, use the built-in prompts to record and publish an interview over Thanksgiving weekend. You'll need an account to use the app, or you can sign in through Facebook. The app includes all kinds of resources to help you plan the interview. If you're in the U.S. and you want to be part of the Great Thanksgiving Listen, tag your interview with The Great Listen 2015 plus your state abbreviation. And that does it for this episode. Thanks for watching. All of the apps, the links, and all the other information from the show can be found at twit.tv slash i5. If you have ideas or questions or general feedback, you can email them to i5 at twit.tv. I am Megan Maroney. I'll see you next week on i5 for the iPhone. Bandwidth for i5 for the iPhone is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. <laughs>